The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. Hey, what is up, Conroe? This is Rick TRC. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KZZWLP Conroe and 106.1 on KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. It's a beautiful Monday at noon on November 2nd. Election Day, of course, Super Tuesday is tomorrow, the day we've all been looking forward to after three weeks of early voting and all the campaigning and all of that. So on our show today, we are going to hear from the candidates for Conroe City Council Council in the mayoral race. You can go to cityofconroe.org to find all the candidate information. And then in the second half, we're going to hear from Melanie Bush, Montgomery County Treasurer, and uh, what's happening on November Friday, November 13th. So uh, this show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News. And, the, and you can also listen to us on FM 104.5, 106.1. And this show will be added to the City of Conroe dot org website so you can get updates there and there will be a youtube video with links um probably later on today so if you are a new patient of roger stein chiropractic you can pay just 25 dollars, and that goes back to casa casa is also having a fundraiser right now so go to uh, google casa in montgomery county and you will find all the information So the annual tree lighting is going to take place on Tuesday, December 1st at 6.30 p.m. at Heritage Park, along with the fourth annual Christmas on Main. And that follows the tree lighting with all kinds of activities out here on Main Street, right outside here. There's going to be window decorating, and the public is invited to participate and choose the best window decorations. There's going to be Montgomery County Choral Society singing Christmas carols on the corner reindeer food you can go to the elves workshop get some hot chocolate and wassail on different street corners there's going to be a raffle for bikes free and uh, even more even santa may make an appearance so again that's december 1st it all starts and more excitement both theaters both the Crichton and the owen theater the Players Theater Company and Stage Right of Texas will have their Christmas production. So the Crichton Theater has been dark since March, and then they've been doing renovations. So Peter Pan will fly through the stage starting on December 4th through the 20th. And the Players Theater will host an evening in December. And it's going to be Christmas music to spread joy and lift the spirits that we all need. And that is also December 4th through the 20th. So both theaters are going to honor, um, uh, what can you call it now? (laughs) I can't even think. There's only limited tickets available because you need to do the social distancing. So make sure that if you're interested, these things are always a sellout at Christmas time, that you get your tickets early. The Toby Powell Christmas celebration is scheduled for Saturday, December 12th from 11 to 4. And that is more free fun for the entire family. The Kiwanis Christmas Parade will start at 1 p.m. with a blessed Christmas as the theme. If you want to know more information, if you want to be a vendor, or if you want to enter the parade, go to cityofconroe.org and look under their special events. So with that, we're going to move forward. And we did some uh, videos from early voting last Friday, the very last day at the Conroe Early Voting Location. 
And whoever was out there was available. They gave us a little synopsis, and we have taped that to show. But we are going to go over all of the people in the Conroe City Council positions, the candidates. And it's just very brief information to help you get informed and educated before you vote tomorrow, if you haven't already. So please look up their information and learn more about the candidates. So we're going to start with City Council Place 1 with uh, Dwayne Ham, And for information about Dwayne, you can go to Dwayne Ham for Texas on Facebook. Do you want to show that up there, Dick? And uh, you can call him at 936-672-77. It looks like I left off a digit. 16-672-7716. Or go to his Facebook page. So a little bit of information. He is in the construction business, and he's an investor. He has served on Conroe City Council since 2016, so this would be his second term. And he is against term limits because he feels the voters have the right to choose who they want. He feels that the biggest challenge is staying on top of our infrastructure, and he likes to promote the arts, and by doing that, it increases visitors, tourism to Conroe. Next, we have Todd Yancey, and you can connect with him at 281-723-9956, or you can go to his website, toddyancey.org, and it's T-O-D-D, Y-A-N-C-E-Y dot org. And again, this is all on the city of Conroe. You can find this information as well. He is with uh, Simra Ready Mix. He's a general manager in sales. He has successfully built and operated concrete plant for 35 years. He is against term limits as well because he feels that the citizens should be able to vote who they want. The biggest challenge the city of Conroe faces is growth and infrastructure to keep up with it. As we know, this is the fastest growing city in the country, so that seems to be a big thing that city council is concerned about. He also thinks that uh, we need to work on the needs of the citizens, stay within budget, and don't raise taxes. Okay, lastly, we have Brandon Polk, and he was videoed on Friday. You can reach him by calling 936-827-2258 or go to his website, polk4conroe2020.com, and that's P-O-L-K, the number four, conroe2020.com. His occupation is he's a small business owner, and he's also the head trainer at 40 Plus Fitness and Wellness Studios in Conroe. And um, he thinks that we should have a task force for small business owners. And he is for term limits. Did you show his video? You want to show his video? Hello, this is Brandon Pogue. He is running for position one, Conroe City Council. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit from Brandon of why he's running, uh, why it's important to you. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm a small business owner, so I'd like to get in there, help out less regulations, less permits and stuff like that, make it easier for everyone to be their own boss and live the American dream. That's what I would like to do. Okay, so you've been out here every day yes, doing ma'am. this yes, uh, the whole time, right? Absolutely. I'm here every day uh, fighting for the votes. I've been fighting for them since March, and I'm going to continue to fight to the end. Yes, ma'am. Very good. Anything else you want to add? Um, I think we're uh, time to break up the establishment and uh, need some new leadership, new ideas, some transparency. And uh, I'm that Transparency. That's a good idea. Yes, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to go to work for y'all. Just uh, come vote for me. Uh, position one, Brandon Polk. I'll be here all day and, and November 3rd. Thank you. All right. Okay, now we're going to talk about council, city council place two. And we have uh, two candidates for that position. First up is Carl White. You can reach him at 936-520-0106. And his website, well, actually, it's Facebook page, Carl White Conroe. 
He is retired, and he is also president of the National Association of the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP. He thinks that the city of Conroe's biggest challenges are public transportation, public and private housing, flooding, and minority business development procurement. He would like to start in a neighborhood awareness program and a program to redevelop the neighborhoods and offer city growth. And he is opposed to term limits. Kurt Maddox. I believe we have a video for Kurt Maddox. So he is vice president and COO of Conroe Golf Carts, operating a $26 million business. Here with Kurt Maddox, he is running for Conroe City Council position two. And he's going to tell you a little bit about why he's running what he hopes to achieve and to also get out the vote on tuesday yes uh i've lived here uh for over 40 years uh i'm 52 years old and i uh work at conroe golf cars i run a business that's uh very successful and uh, we've been here for 46 years uh, i'm on the planning commission now with the city of conroe and i've seen the growth uh over the last you know 10 20 years and i've been excited about the opportunity to, to run for city council has been a passion of mine uh, uh, for a long time. I want to see it grow and the economic growth and uh, improve our city, uh, even though I think it's already great. Uh, I want to encourage you to come out on November 3rd and vote. Uh, it's 7 to 7. The turnout here uh, this week and uh, the last two weeks have been phenomenal. My wife and I have, uh, have worked it uh, every day. Um, I'm married to Tanya Maddox, uh, she's a 1990 graduate of Conroe High, and uh, she's been very uh, helpful with me and I couldn't have done it without her. But I encourage you to come out and support. Uh, I'm passionate about the city, I'm a hard worker, and I feel like I can do a great job for you. Thank you very much. Okay, now we're moving on to council place five, and we have six candidates for that position. and. We spoke to two of them. So the first one is Marsha Porter. I'm running for position five. I'm the only candidate that has any experience. I've had eight years on city council before and sat out four years. I've passed a senior homestead exemption, a senior water tax. I We've been down here for almost 19 days. This is the last day, and through cold and wet and whatever. So everybody is pretty dedicated to trying to get elected. We'd appreciate any voters that have not voted to come out and vote. What else do I need to say there? Well, you know, this is D-Day, 7A to 7P today, and then 7A to 7P Tuesday, right? That is. So and, everybody uh, needs to get out and vote. Everybody needs to get out and vote. It's, uh, Be educated. It is an unprecedented election year for city council, and the fact that we have more voters that have turned out than ever in for an election for city council. I feel like uh, you know all the candidates have worked hard, uh, and I would certainly appreciate your vote if you have not voted. Marsha Porter, and she is for position five. So uh, get out and vote. So I'm not sure if you could hear all of it, but uh, Marsha Porter was on Conroe City Council from 2008 to 2016, and uh, she maintained low tax rates and water rates, and she's against term limits. You can go to coachporter2020.com. Next, we have Frank Jackson. He can be reached at 832-326-2289, and his website is electfrankjackson.com. He is in the business of content acquisitions for Smith Music Group. He's an owner-developer of the table at Maidley Food Truck Park. I think that's still under development. 
He is a business leader, and his business is also in the music industry. He believes the biggest challenge facing Conroe is updating the technology, information, and public safety. We need infrastructure support and livable community assets that include uh, modern buildings. He is in favor of term limits. Next, we have Clarence Lewis, Jr. There was not any information available for him, but you can reach him at 936-689-0782. And he is also running for City Council Place 5. Next, we have Frances McDougall. She can be reached at 936-524-1316. She does not have a website. She is a retired school teacher, coach, and athletic director. Oh, that doesn't look right. Something's right. She's a retired teacher. She's a good communicator, listener, and problem solver, re uh, resulting from being a teacher. She thinks it's important to have assistance for seniors and firefighters and to update the downtown with shops, outside dining, and music. Town meetings, city council meetings should be in various locations throughout the city of Conroe. And she thinks we really need to find a solution to the homeless population. Next, we have Keith Armstrong. He can be reached at 936-588-0745. He does not have a website. He is retired. He was in the U.S. Naval Civil Engineering Corps, city manager of uh, Willard, Ohio, and Exena, Ohio, and he was also a city manager in Pennsylvania. He thinks we need to combat the reduced revenues from, revenues from COVID-19, that we have a $5 billion debt in deferred capital improvements, and we need a comprehensive plan concentrating on the development in Conroe's core area. He is not in favor of restricting terms. Again, this is Keith Armstrong for Place 5. And lastly, we have Kelly Inman, and she's a retired teacher and youth minister. talking with all the candidates to get out the vote and why it's important and uh, we're going to hear from all the different candidates so right now i'm with kelly kelly inman and she is running for position five of conroe city council and she's supported by her husband dale tell us a little bit about your candidacy well i am very excited to be a candidate for city council kelly inman because i know that i can do a lot of great for the city where taking the taxes and redistributing those taxes to ensure the safety of all of our community through um, ensuring that our fire department is equipped and funded adequately, as well as our police officers, and being able to keep the mobility within the city so that those police officers, firemen, moms and dads going back and forth to work, those are the things that I know government can do for the citizens. Those are the things that a citizen can't do for themselves making sure that we have safety in our parks, excellent parks for those kids to play in and be attentive to what our community needs to make sure that our community stays conservative and stays strong as a family. I love that we all work together here in the city as a community. And that's what I wanna see continue to happen here in Conroe. Kelly Inman, Conroe City Dale, you have anything to add? Well, obviously I'm a big supporter of Kelly. Uh, I do believe she's the best one in the race. She does have the Montgomery County Tea Party endorsement. She also has an uh, endorsement of the Friends of Montgomery County Republican Party. Uh, she's got several endorsements. I think she's great. We've talked about this for several years, about her retiring from a school teacher when our old, youngest daughter graduated. And she's been wanting to uh, run for several years, but as a teacher wasn't able to. So now that she's a retired school teacher, she's able to get out and serve the community in that capacity. And I'm really appreciative of her. We would really appreciate your vote. Kelly Inman, please vote today on Friday or Tuesday. I guess because this will be shown Monday. 
Okay, and then finally, we have the mayor race for the city of Conroe. There are two candidates on the ballot. As we know, um, Mayor Toby Powell passed away in September, but his name is still on the ballot. So we're going to hear from both uh, the Toby Powell campaign and uh, Jody Chikowski and uh, why you should vote for them. Jody Chikowski. He is on Conroe City Council right now, and he is running for mayor. This is uh, the last day of early voting and right now. Um, and then Tuesday is the super vote day for president all the way down to mayor of city Amen. of Conroe. So here's Jody. Trump and Jody. Trump and Jody, <laughs> <That's> 2020. <laughs> uh, it's been a, a long, uh, hard, tough campaign for the last eight and a half months, and I think the city deserves that. So. Uh, we're looking forward to, to getting finished and uh, looking forward to leading Conroe for the next four years. And lots of exciting opportunities here for the downtown area, for the uh, kids in our community, and uh, met some really good people in the last eight and a half months. So excited about the future. And you're a business owner down here too, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Like a block away. A block away, yeah. We, okay. have, uh, we moved our company here uh, in the last year and the company actually, I started here nine years ago, and then we're in uh, South County for seven years, and just came back to downtown Conroe and, and bought and preserved a piece of history in the, in the making, the old Carter Drug Building, and mm -hmm. you ought to come out there and take a tour mm -hmm. one day. It's mm -hmm. beautiful. I would like to. It was, everything in downtown burned down in 1911. I know. And uh, the building was built in 1913, and a piece of Conroe history. I've been promoting all that for since 2015. <laughs> For quite a while so uh, good luck on the election I appreciate it. and um Okay, you heard from Jody Chikowski running for mayor, and you, of course, can reach him at jodyforconroe at gmail.com, and now we're going to hear from the Toby Powell family and the Toby Powell campaign. Okay, we are here today to talk to some of the candidates, and as you know, Toby Powell is still a candidate on the roster when you go vote, and we are here with Vanessa Powell and her son-in-law, Howard Wood, telling us why you need to vote for Toby and what that means with him still on the ballot. Um, yes, uh, like she said, my name is Vanessa Powell, I'm Toby Powell's wife. Um, a lot of people still, I understand to this day, do not understand, do not understand why Toby is still on the ballot since he's deceased. Well, for one thing, at the time of his passing, he was too late to take his name off the ballot. But that's good for the Conroe citizens because uh, a vote for Toby and a victory for Toby would mean for all of us to have a chance to choose our mayor. In other words, anyone can join in and run if Toby wins and will run for mayor. Um, Toby, uh, Love this city, grew up in this city. His family grew up in this city. Uh, he worked uh, the mayor job full time. He was not a part time mayor, as I have heard some say that they will be. Um, he worked full time, he worked Monday through Friday, he worked on the weekends uh, until it got to where he couldn't, but he did it even, in, even at times he shouldn't have, he did. Um, I know that a lot of people that I've told why he's still on the ballot have been happy to hear that because they said, we want a choice. We want a choice. We just don't want a default mayor. And that is exactly what we'll have if we don't vote for Toby and uh, have him win and so that we can choose our own, whoever may enter that race. So um, anyway, I do ask for your vote for Toby. And uh, he loved you all, and I know many of you loved him. I appreciate it very much. And here's my son-in-law, Howard Wood. No, absolutely echoing the words of Vanessa. You know, we heard the uh, the opponent yesterday say that this is a part-time job and, and uh, a cheerleader, and it's simply not the case. This person will inherit a $900 million budget over the next four years, and he's already voted and supported to raise the tax increase of 3.9 million when there's a better solution out there, and he simply chose to go the other direction. This is a very serious job. It's six days a week, oftentimes, sometimes seven. And uh, we need strong candidates and a vote for Toby Powell. 
opens up the opportunity for you to choose who will be the next person to succeed as mayor. So we appreciate your vote and please come down if you haven't already. Thank you. Well, and I want to mention that Powell is spelled P-O-W-E-L-L. -L. So Dick, you know, he's human and yeah, we all make mistakes. That. Sorry, Margie. That is what it is. So please get out and vote. Get educated before you vote. This is a really important race, not just locally, but nationally. Voting for the president, voting for our Texas legislators. Just make sure that you vote if you haven't already and uh, learn about the candidates before you go in there and cast your vote. It's been record voting already for early voting. So we're going to take a quick break, and our show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. Melanie Bush, our Montgomery County Treasurer, will be up next talking about a few updates and uh, what's going to happen on this coming Friday the 13th. I'm Margie Taylor, and we'll be right back. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogersteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N chiropractic.com. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. And we are back. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News at downtown Conroe Lone Star Community Radio. So the first half we were talking about the uh, candidates for the city of Conroe elections, city council, mayor race. And now keeping it still on topic, uh, we're going to talk with Melanie Bush. She's our Montgomery County Treasurer and what's been happening with her, what's happening on Friday the 13th. Woo! <laughs> All that. So... Hey, Thanks Mally. for having me. I of appreciate course. it, Margie. So what's going on in your world? <laughs> uh, <laughs> software implementation, software implementation, software implementation. That has been the focus okay. of the treasurer's office. So um, July 1st, we went live with uh, the first big portion of the new county finance system. And that's been going well. And now we are moving into phase two and trying to get ready for that implementation. So, Is uh, it difficult? Uh, any software change is difficult. I get that. A any get software that. change is difficult, especially um, you're going from more of a DOS-based system to a cloud-based system. That is oh, a big like adjustment. Like getting into the real world. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the cash receiving side, which is the side that our office had the most to do with on the finance side, has gone very, very well. It has been a excellent product. We are, are just excited about it, and it has streamlined so much. Um, it's enabled our office to go paperless, and uh, we're rolling out uh, monthly reports that the offices all bring to us. We're going paperless with a few of those to see how that goes this month, and so we're very excited uh, about the transitions that that's been able to make our in our office with the paperless aspect. So, 
Wow. <laughs> all in 2020, right? Uh, well, no, uh, not all in 2020. So we actually started on the uh, implementation and on the first round of training on this new software, uh, my first full week in office. So I got sworn in on Tuesday and uh, on Wednesday was there in the office. And then on Monday, we started a full 40-hour week of training on the new software. So it has been uh, almost two years in the making, which wow. uh, again, when you're taking, you know, an entire county system, it's a new it, process, to, to be new way to do things. Yeah, so yes, um, it's but it's going very well. And so phase two is the payroll, HR benefits, and electronic timekeeping portion. So, so has everybody working from office now? Is everybody back to work? Uh, in our office, yes, everybody's been working the entire time. We did have a, a time there when things were shut down that our office only had three people in it at a time. But we were always open the entire time because we had um, money coming into the county. The, you know, offices. Like banks, you got to be open, The, the right? office didn't completely stop and the county didn't And you had to make stop, deposits so and all of that. we still have to make deposits and still have, still have to have pay to people, right? Pay people. And so <laughs> um, we, we tried to limit during that time uh, the staff in the office to make it to where those people that were like our permitting office that were still dealing with the public uh, we were, you know, there for them and there to support them, but we weren't necessarily having to have everybody working from the office at the time. But no, we've been all back since. You've been all working. Yeah, we've been working the whole time, but we've all been back in the office for a good three, four months now. How many employees are there in Montgomery County? In Montgomery County, we're running payroll for around 2,800 right now. That's quite a few. Uh, yes. <laughs> and that fluctuates. I mean, like right now, I'll tell you this next payroll um, with the elections and all of our temporary election workers will probably run over three, you know, 3,000, you know, sure. with temporary workers. But standard payroll is around 2,800 now. So you're finishing the first half of your four-year term. Yes, ma'am. And it's been quite... A journey so far, right? It's been awesome. Is it, a, is it different than what you expected? Well, the dominant thing being the software implementation, I, I did not fully expect to, I mean, like that first week, I expected to have more time to get to know the staff <laughs> and to, to get to know the office a little bit, maybe where the bathrooms were before I was in training on that. But uh, no. Feet on the ground. The, yeah, it was immediate and it's been very rewarding and I've really enjoyed it. So yes, we're, we're approaching that two-year mark. I I'm proud of the progress that the team has made in the two years, especially in light of the software implementation and how much time it's taken. How many people do you have on your team? So there are eight of us. In eight the of us. Office. Okay. Eight of you. Very good. So. so is that different than what was in the past before you came on board? Um, uh, Yes and no. Same position allocations, just different job duties. Um, when I was uh, elected, there was one open slot at the time. So okay. there were only seven when I first started. So as you're moving into your uh, third year, which will be in 2021, um, you're having a fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, we're doing something completely different, which uh, it totally fits with me and totally fits with the theme. Uh, but we decided, you know, Friday the 13th in 2020, you might not want to get out and about. Um, 2020 has been one of the years that I don't know that any of us want to repeat and getting an extra hour of it this weekend. I don't know that any of us were happy about that. Uh, but on Friday the 13th, we're going to do a virtual bingo night. So we're encouraging everybody to pick up their dinner and to have some friends over or have their family over and just stay home and do something fun and safe. So I'm really excited about this. Uh, we have a couple of custom games in which we've actually looked up some old names, uh, the historical aspects of Montgomery County, things that uh, some people may not even know about. And those will be on our bingo cards and just really excited and looking forward to a fun night. And the virtual component of bingo, uh, being able to stay at home on a Friday night and cuddle up on the couch with your kids is uh, definitely appealing. And you have two girls at home. <laughs> How old are they? Uh, 12 and 15 now. So they're excited about this. I can see their faces in your <laughs> face right now. I mean, you can tell that 
you're their mother. They each have a little <laughs> bit of me and a little bit right. of Alan in, yeah. in both their, yeah. their appearances and their personality. <laughs> well, you know. They're, they're both that, a good blend. That That's a good way to do it. So you've tried having bingo a couple of times, correct? <laughs> yes. So originally this was slated for an in-person event in March, uh, and then when everything shut down, we, we delayed it, and we were like, okay, well, maybe April. Obviously, that didn't end up occurring. Things were still pretty shut down, and so we just scrapped it back then, and uh, we were talking about this event, and actually, I was talking with some girlfriends about it and throwing it out there that I've been, I've been thinking about doing this, and they're like, do it. Go for Why it. Why not? Why not? You know, <laughs> and uh, we had a lot of fun uh, doing uh, EFTA, Education for Tomorrow Alliance, they did their trivia night virtually this year. And I've always enjoyed their trivia night. But the virtual component, we actually got together with a couple other friends. And our kids were there. And our kids were amazingly oh, helpful with the trivia. <laughs> um, there were some some huh. things that uh, us adults weren't so sure about. But, you know, pop culture, they, they were all... Hmm. In, informed and so we're able to help us and it was a lot of fun and so we they said why not let's do the same thing with this and so I'm very grateful for the friends that we had gotten together they have taken this idea and just run with it and had a lot of fun with it so uh, to play virtual bingo it's the cost isn't that much it's only $35 for four games correct correct, correct. $35 four games of bingo and we're actually going to do prizes for uh, one through three uh, that for second Call out bingo in each round. So four rounds of bingo, first, second, third place in each round get some prizes. And then the uh, fun part about it, you know, it's $35, but $10 of that we're giving to Meals on Wheels. Um, Our, you know, senior citizens that are food insecure is is something that is uh, near and dear to my heart. It's Mm -hmm. something that I think that we need to continue to have a focus on. And Meals on Wheels does an amazing job Mm -hmm. of making sure these seniors not only have uh, food for themselves, but if they have a pet, making sure that they have pet food, making sure that they have breakfast and lunch and dinner, Mm -hmm. and taking care of our seniors that have given so much to us and are such a part of our history and our community. And so I really wanted to do something to give back to Meals on Wheels through this event. And when we were thinking in person, we were going to be doing, you know, bring a can or, you know, something along those lines to help out. Well, with, Money the, vir- goes further. with the virtual component, yeah. I would rather just donate $10 for every participant. Mm-hmm. Um, so of your $35, if you buy one ticket for the four rounds, $10 will go to Meals on Wheels. Um, the other thing we're doing, and I'm hoping with enough sponsorships, I would love to be able to give even more than that. So it just depends on costs and what we have going on. But we uh, did a party pack for four, and so that's at $100, and that's a $40 savings for a family of four that wants to allow their kids to each have their own bingo card, or if you want to get together <laughs> with another couple and do Then it's only two 25 nights, It's so, only 25 And if it's only 25 do you still donate? I'm still donating $10. Yes, so it'll okay. still be $40. So it's $10 per participant no matter how many we get. So then what whether they come in at the single ticket price or they come in at a sponsorship or a party pack they just had their great pumpkin shoot on friday at blackwood gun club they had more teams than they've ever had participate they had 49 teams well it's an outdoor event i know i mean we're we're, we're desperate and they had heaters too because it was cold (laughs) but so the other amazing thing i just have to share this is uh nelda blair Mm -hmm. and humane society of montgomery county donated a year supply of pet food oh that's awesome isn't that awesome that is so now they should eat the food the seniors that they're getting their food they don't have to give it to their well, pets and, and that's what they meals can on use wheels it for finding. their nutritious needs right they know? they were finding that a lot of the seniors were uh, yes. splitting their meals and, yes. and not i know my mom does as that much, <laughs> as much as they need to eat for their own nutrition mm-hmm. because they didn't have the money to buy the food for their pets but honestly a lot of these seniors their pets, besides the Meals on Wheels volunteers, that's their that's only their interaction. That's, that's their, their family. family. That's yep. their only 
person or living thing that they see in a day. And so right. taking care of that pet becomes a vital part of their life. And so Absolutely. if they don't have the finances and the means to buy pet food, they're going to share their food that's with their that loved pet. One. And, yep. that's, and that's crucial. And so I love that Meals on Wheels saw that need mm-hmm. and saw that the seniors were doing that and found a way to do, you know, food for the pets. No, so that's that great. The it's called don't. Anna Meals. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, I, that is awesome that the Humane Society has stepped up and uh, it is cool. To do that. That's I, I think it's, awesome. it's great. Yeah. So every donation that you get will go more towards feeding the seniors themselves in okay. actuality. So what kind of sponsors do you have? I know you have a bunch of sponsors. So we have for a this. lot of, um, of our four corner sponsors at the 250 uh, level. And so uh, Paco Rivera and his wife, Carrie, Teresa Wagaman, who is an incoming CISD board member. Once mm-hmm. the vote is finalized yesterday, she was running unopposed. And uh, Belinda Lambright, who has just been a dear friend, her and JD, for many years uh, for me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I know I'm forgetting one right now. Uh, Wait, I know. Patricia Brown? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Patricia and Travis Brown. So uh, they they have just been dear supporters, but that's where we're at right now. We haven't put a big emphasis on it with the election tomorrow, but uh, please go out and look at our Facebook page. We have put stuff up, and then the uh, website is listed there. It's uh, Melanie Melaniebush.square. Melanie well, Bush campaign dot square dot site. Thank you. But it's all on the Facebook it's page. It's all on the Facebook page. Everything is on my Facebook page. But we're just we're excited to be able to do something in particular to give back. Um, I don't think any event in this county, especially in this year, but any event in this county need it all needs to have a a community focus and a give back. And that's something that's just crucial to me. Well the nonprofits really need it. very badly most of them have lost the potential to have any fundraising events Mm -hmm. a lot of them happened in october and are happening in november as they try to make it to their budget and do what they can to fill out their mission well and tailor them to be outside right because a lot of the events that were slated for spring were all inside events that had to be canceled and so now like the clay shoot that you talked about yeah um you know that's a great outside well it was a perfect day for it too but uh, the virtual component we've seen that's working virtual really well, is working good but at the end of the day our community has been hit hard oh absolutely and so the donations for nonprofits are down across the board mm-hmm. and so if there's something that i can do to help that that's the goal yeah that's that's great i i think it sounds like a great um a fun idea and um i know you said that uh, joe's who you partner with is giving like 15 percent off if you buy food to go or eat there yes. on friday night yeah so friday the 13th joe has been as everyone knows a huge everybody knows about everybody joe. knows joe and nick but they have been huge community supporters and have done so much um you know giving away 50,000 meals um how does he just, do that it's it's been incredible but that's his heart i mean his heart is helping this community that's done so much for for him over the years and so joe agreed that if you come in and you eat or if you take home whatever's easiest on you 15 percent off your meal if you mention uh, melanie bush or bingo night and so that's just a, a great way to you know give a little something back to the community as well and that you know your meal can be cheaper so that you can go and you know donate a little bit more towards meals on wheels <laughs> So if somebody wanted to donate more, could they? Yes. Through you? Uh, so we have, how would that, how would that if work? If they want to just give it to me and say that it's for Meals on Wheels, it will be restricted and given to them. So uh, we have a great relationship. Summer Day, the executive director at Meals on Wheels, is She's an awesome. amazing woman. And so she uh, has been very supportive and knows that my heart is to help them as much as I can. So if somebody wants to buy a ticket for $35 and wants to donate an extra 50 just put in the note either on the Squarespace, uh, Square site, sorry, um, but or on Facebook, just send me a message you a and message. let me know. I will make sure that that extra $50 or $100 or whatever you want to get gets to her. So the page is actually Melanie K. Bush. Yes. 
So if you're not friends with Melanie, that's okay. You can still go. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe you want to be friends. But you can go to Melanie K. Bush yes. is the campaign page. The, the Facebook page, yes. And K is for what? Kristen. Okay. We need so. to know that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that that's actually a fun story. So my middle name is uh, from my dad. My dad insisted that my middle name was Kristen. And my mom kind of picked my first name. Well, when... Alan and I were having our first child. He insisted that our daughter have my middle name as well. And so uh, my oldest daughter is Rebecca Kristen. And uh, when I married Alan, even though I am my dad's only kid and everything, and my, my personal Facebook has my maiden name on it just so that friends from high school can find mm-hmm. me, my, my legal name I fully changed and kept the Kristen because that was so important to uh, my family that they just loved that middle name. And uh, Alan had already said he wanted that to be our oldest uh, oh. daughter's name, too. That's so. nice. And yeah, officially, I am Melanie Kristen Bush. Okay, so <laughs> Melanie K. Bush, you can go there and uh, you can find all the information about the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. virtual bingo game that gives back to Meals on Wheels. Uh, and hopefully, you know, this goes all towards your fundraising efforts, right? Yes. So the, any above and beyond donations beyond the, the Meals on Wheels mm-hmm. donation uh, is going towards the campaign and towards uh, moving forward with a re-election coming up in 2022. And I, I don't want to take away from anybody Anything that's going right, on. Yeah, right now. There's certainly enough elections, but... I, uh, I love what you, the voters, have uh, elected me to do. I love being treasurer. And so there's still a lot left to do, as I've told you, with the software implementation. Not everything that I had planned and I desired to get done in this office has been done yet. A lot has, but not everything, because the focus has been on the uh, finance system. But I'm looking forward to continuing on. When do you think it'll be all be implemented? Um Phase three has already kicked off, and I think we're starting to go live with part of that as well at the beginning of the year, as well as the phase two with payroll. And then uh, phase four, I think, is first, second quarter. I'm not a part of phase four, so I'm not 100% sure on those mm-hmm. deadlines and timeline. But you love it. I do. It was all to. worth all the campaigning <laughs> and all of that stuff and the stress and your family that all the other people that are candidates for this election have been through. So you can feel yes. the pain. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and I will tell you, uh, serving the community is always worth it, no matter what you have to go through. And uh, I love I love that part of this, knowing that I'm doing something that can lower the tax burden on our taxpayers that with going paperless and with implementing new processes and procedures, we can do what's best, being more transparent in our office. Um, one of the things I'm excited about that we've been able to do despite the software is we are, uh, and actually partially because of the new software, we are uh, unveiling new report style. It's still the same reports because the reports are required by statute, but the way in which we're presenting them to court is a lot more transparent, a lot more clear, a lot more clean. Well, that's good. And so with the new fiscal year, we are uh, making that change. The fiscal year for the county started October 1, and so... I'm very mm-hmm. excited about that. And then the, the new software has enabled us to get some reports out of uh, the system that we weren't able to have in the old finance system. And so transparency is very transparency important for is, all the voters, all the people that live in Montgomery County. That's the biggest question. They want to know where all the money is and where it's going. And they should. It's yes. their money. And so that's that was a core focus of my campaign. Mm-hmm. And that's a core focus of being in office. And so we have uh, revamped the website completely to make it more user-friendly and to where the reports are in a nice user-friendly uh, format to where everyone can see them. But now the reports are going to be in a solid presentation, all reports all together at once, rather than five different agenda items with five different reports. So confusing. It's able to be all <laughs> captured in one report. So we're super excited to uh, do that change. So a lot more can happen in the next two years. Yes, ma'am. A lot more will happen. I, I, I truly believe that when elected to public office, you work every day all the way through until the end. You should. So... <laughs> 
Okay, anything else you want to add, Melanie? No, I would just love to see more smiling, happy faces. Um, we, we are going to be doing the virtual bingo, so Friday the 13th, stay home, avoid murder hornets or who knows what else. I mean, we've zombies, zombie apocalypse at this point. I don't know. I mean, we've Full had so moons, many hur- I don't hurricanes know. and blue moons. and. Uh, well, when just, you were doing your campaign last time... <laughs> We had a hurricane, didn't we? My very first fundraiser, my very first <laughs> yes. kickoff um, was slated for right after Hurricane Harvey, actually. I remember. Hit. And so we, we transitioned that one, and we kept that original date, and we did it as a clothing drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did that for that one, and we also did a food drive. Um, the act, the food bank came That's out right. and picked up food. Over in the Landry's um, parking lot. Yes, and so that was a very generous of Landry's that they allowed us to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I did something very, very different for my next uh, fundraiser or for the general election. I actually did a fundraiser at lunch, which is not something you normally see with political Mm -hmm. fundraisers. But I understand that we have families and we have kids. That's right. And and so much going on. And so um, we transitioned and did that. And it was very successful and, and seemed to go very well. And so... Why not try something different with this? So virtual bingo it is. Okay. So everybody get your bingo cards and play some games. You're also going to play a heads and tails we game. We are going to do heads and tails. And so we're going to have a lot of fun You don't get a card, this. you don't get to see how it goes. You don't get to play. <laughs> well, you don't remember, get to have the fun. Every every entrance to this, you actually get to play bingo four different rounds. And so they're, you know, it's not just one game. Can You're you see everybody who's games. playing? We are going to have it as a Zoom where you can see everybody. I am going to encourage people to celebrate when they win and to make some noise and to have some fun with this but on the flip side you know everybody has to be muted when we're calling out what's winning so (laughs) that zoom etiquette that we've all learned so much about over the last eight months the dogs the kids the whatever else make sure you're dressed appropriately yeah wearing your pants (laughs) yes please Oh, my goodness. But you could have your whatever adult beverages and have that drink while you're sitting there, too. Exactly. And, and not get out on the road. That's another advantage of doing it virtually. You can. Uh, so it's very affordable. It is. Incredibly. All the more to donate and to give to Meals on Wheels. To get back wheels. to Meals on Wheels and feed our senior population and help them with transportation curb to curb yes. as well. Yes. Okay. So it's Melanie K. Bush on uh, Facebook. Go yes. look for it. Buy your bingo card Friday the 13th, which happens to be coming up here a week week from Friday. Yes, ma'am. November's going to fly by because it always does. Right after Halloween, you might as well just get ready for the holidays. So, (laughs) Oh, I know um, a lot of people that were putting up their Christmas tree yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, that's it for our show today. This is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. I appreciate Melanie coming on and taking time out from your whole mess of software oh it's it's a fun thing software i don't know it doesn't really fun. sound very much fun so i'm glad it's you and well, not thank me thank you for having me uh so anyway y'all go to get out and vote tomorrow if you haven't already or help somebody that's running because they need your help yes. i'm margie taylor and we will talk again next monday Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.